Hey everybody, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. First of all, I want to give a shout out to our main sponsors, Rising Suns, the award-winning brewery in Cork. Now, I'm delighted to welcome Chris and Leighton from The Boat Sank. How are we, lads? How's it going? All good, yes. Thank you for joining me on this lovely sunny night here anyway, down Munster anyway. Looks nice behind you as well, Daniel. Yeah, I'm I'm still in Munster, so it's it's all good in uh in the lower part of Munster. Yeah, or yeah. the north part of Munster. No, also sunny here in Ulster for a change as well, which oh, is nice. So yeah, cool. So can't complain. Yeah. We'll have a few beers and stuff. Uh, I got, I got Chris, what are you drinking? I'm one here. I showed you this before we started, but I think people just need to see this. This yeah. is just in all this beauty. Oh, but cool. a Jap- Japanese whiskey. Check this out. Isn't that awesome? That's fucking class. Just, oh, yeah. Normally it works. <laughs> He's trying to take the, the head of a samurai hey. oh. off. Yeah, yeah. yeah just that's awesome. <laughs> That's Unfortunately, awesome. <laughs> I can't compete with that. I brew dog punk IPA. So cheers anyway, lads. Cheers, Lancia. There's water, so woo. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Ah, for fuck's sake, alcohol free. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Get that in the bin. <laughs> That's what happens, folks, when you leave your wife go buying beer for you. I am drinking. Look, alcohol. I knew by the taste. Alcohol free punk IPA. I got it by accident. Oh no. Jesus Christ. Accident. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've listened to him upstairs talking shit for too long. I'm going to give him an alcohol free beer. (laughs) I know what will stop him snoring. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, apart from this crisis, sunny mini crisis. I'll get used to it. I'll drink anything anyway. So uh, welcome to the show, lads. Delighted to have you on. Our exciting things coming down the line for the boat sank. Yeah, man, this is, you know what? It's been a frigging crazy year. Like it's Good. like where we are now compared to where we were at the start of the year is it's two different bands. It's two different like orbits. It's incredible. Um, And yeah, just keeping that momentum up and just seeing how far we can go with it. You know? Yeah. It's uh. Yeah, man, it's cool. Leighton, would you agree with that? Yeah. Like, at the start of the year, we're like, on, like, well, we'll do this Metal to the Masses thing and see if we can get a, a gig out of it and see if we can maybe get a vocalist. And now we're just this instrumental piece. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I guess working out really well, Chris, what do you think, man? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's uh, everything's just uh, falling into place. Just, I love it when a plan comes together. You know, it's all just uh, <laughs> still happening. <laughs> and what's your background like he came out of nowhere really only yeah. for, and, I'll, and i'll tell you straight up now all credit to danielle for spotting east and uh you might you yeah. might want to fill us in how you came across him first danielle and then we'll get the i don't the, remember was it maybe i seen the lineup for um for crypt of the riff and i was like who are these guys and put them on the playlist because as most people listening know was like you're really up my alley like your sound um and I think that's how I found you or else I just because you know sometimes you run out of things for the Sunday worship and you kind of no you don't no you don't well I just start looking in places no because I'm like I've put that band on I try I try and have a new band every week but you know sometimes you you're you go in search of a band and um you guys turned up and it was it was it's beautiful. Yeah, I think you messaged me afterwards, Richie, and was like, oh, good find here. Yeah. 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 Straight yeah. away, oh, you guys. to me as well. So go on. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's hear about the, nice. the well, background. Well, it started out, Leighton and I were both in a band for for years, a long time, called Plague Artists. Um, it was like a, 
a post grunge rock band from Belfast and uh brilliant music like, like we wrote I know I'm biased obviously saying that but like the music was great it was really but it wasn't heavy enough for the likes of Distortion Project and James Love and those guys to book us and it okay. was slightly too heavy for like the singer songwriter rock kind of soft rock scene that was around at the time and we had these we've got three EPs out there they're still on Spotify really really good well produced really put together well mm-hmm. and it just never happened and I think Leighton and I were both kind of heartbroken with just we're putting a lot into this and nothing is coming of it at all right. and the other guys in the band were getting a bit older and just kind of gigging wasn't really something they wanted to do whereas Leighton and I were just like chomping at the bit to really mm-hmm. friggin like to do something else um, and the <laughs> other bands that kind of like as a drummer you, you get it all the time like it's there's not a month goes by i don't get a message from some band looking me to drum for them you know <laughs> and there's only so many ways you can say no you know but uh yeah it was uh i tried out a couple of different people a couple of different guys um i turned up and kind of like on the sly so i wouldn't tell plague artists i was like sneaking off to <laughs> other band practices and they're like are you coming chris i was like oh, i'll be there in a half an hour bad traffic meanwhile i'm like packing up my gear you know three doors down in the same building literally <laughs> disguised cheating yeah oh you God. know what it was proper cheap that's what it was like yeah. i was like i'm having multiple affairs here with other bands and, <laughs> and actually you had mark on from indominus that's right yeah mark yeah ben. exactly that's true so Mark was on and he had messaged me a while ago and oh, it must be a couple of years ago now before COVID kind of times. And he was like, look, need a drummer. Come on down. And I was, I'd never played metal. I'm like a, I'm a punk rock. I'm a rock drummer. Like, and I'd never played metal music at all. Didn't really do the whole blast beat, the double kick thing. It just wasn't something I was into really. Right. And uh, he was like, come on down, give us a try. It's heavy. And I was like, right, fuck it. I need to sort of broaden my horizons, try something good. Turned up, they got a new guitarist in as well. So I was like, we'll have a jam. We'll see how this goes. And this other guy, Charlie, it was his first day practicing with them. And he started like chugging some riffs. And I think he started playing some Mastodon. It was mm-hmm. uh, Blood and Thunder. So he's like, dud, 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 And I went straight up the drums. And him and I just locked eyes and we're like, fuck, man, this is cool. And it was like, you know, like one of those moments, like a meat cute. <laughs> the two of us were like, hey, this is going well. <laughs> and, and then we, we kicked it off and it was good. And we started, started trying a couple of Indominus numbers and stuff. And then when we're leaving, I said to Charlie, dude, uh, you and me, I think we should, uh, you know, do your own thing. Christ so I, uh, I, Tanya, I, are you hearing this? <laughs> another another cheat, dear, buddy. I know, man. Chris. I pinched yeah. him. So I pinched Charlie from Indominus, <laughs> stole him, and I was like, right. I've got this bass player, like me and Leighton, we've played together for so long, like we could just mm. lock in, we just know what each other's thinking. And I was like, right, Charlie, you will fit perfectly into this. So we would like, <laughs> we rented a room, the Plague Artists had a room in Blackstaff where it seems to be nearly every band in Belfast yeah. seems to practice there. Yeah. So we were renting this room with this like shoegaze band called Winona Bleach. And uh, we'd practice on a Thursday night from sort of eight to 10, was it Leighton, I think? And we decided, yeah, yeah. right, Charlie, come on down at like six o'clock. Yeah. Come on down six. We'll do an hour's jamming before the other guys in the band get here. So we text <laughs> the other guys like, yeah, that's, we're going to be a bit late today. So of course, we're all jamming away. And then the singer from the other band walks in. And it was like, it was literally that moment of being caught with your pants. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's an awkward oh, yeah. conversation. Well, one day everyone's early. 
Exactly, right? <laughs> in one time. And it was just like, honestly, I still wake up and I go, were they pure like to you? Oh, it, was it as good as us? Was it as good as us? Huh? It was, you... it was, it was, yeah. Because once Charlie had kind of yeah. packed the stuff up yeah. and left, one of the, the singer of the band was like, so, uh, you can pack your fucking stuff. <laughs> like, well, I've got, a, I've got two drum kits in here, so it's going to take me a lot longer than you. So <laughs> one of us has to go. Um, <laughs> Oh, no, it was all amicable. I think it had just reached this kind of it's yeah. it's time. You know, sometimes a yeah. band just gets there, all amicable, no hard feelings. And then the three of us decided to start the boat sink. And yeah. that was it. It was just a case of weekly coming into the room, jamming, writing just all these riffs that we had. Charlie, like it's such a shame he's not on tonight. He's like this absolute genius. Like, you know, everyone says the guitarist in their band is the riff master, but Charlie genuinely is like mm. the riff master. Every yeah. week you'll have something and you're like, how the fuck can you top that? And then next week you'll do something else and you go, how the fuck are you going to top that? And then, do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. mind-blowingly cool. That's great. Um, isn't it? Like, I mean, because there's some fantastic examples of tree pieces all over the country. Danielle, isn't there? Yeah, sure. Grey Stag. Um, loads of tree pieces around this. But you guys had a vocalist for like a song. That's and- me. Yes. Oh, was it you? Yeah. Class. Yeah. What? So, what, so what, what made you not sing anymore? We were just like, nope. Have you ever tried to drum and sing at the same time? Yeah, I have. Fuck, it's man. Awful. Yeah, no way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't even serious. It was Wayne from the Wrong Kind of Music podcast. They, uh, they had mentioned, they were like talking about the band and they were like, wow, this band came out of nowhere. And it's like, normally I don't like instrumental music which is something we hear all the time and I love hearing it it's like we don't like instrumental music but yeah. and it's like fuck yeah, yeah. you're right yeah. we're great but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah he'd said something about like where could you put you couldn't put lyrics in that music There's, you couldn't do any singing in there so we were watching the the podcast and we were like oh come on not <laughs> fucking watch me hold, hold my beer <laughs> and just banged it out and uh <laughs> Give it a shot. It was good. Like in, I mean, I, I don't think I'd want to do it. I don't think I'd want to do it live. Like, which song was it, Chris? The Atlantean. Oh fucking hell! So that that's the one that straight that, away yeah, reminds me of Tool. Cool. For me, yeah, yeah, oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. For, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and as I said, just the vocal delivery is fantastic with it. So wow. I mean, it's a bit James Hetfield kind of trying to be like i kept i find myself doing the Wah! like the, <laughs> whenever you're about to drop the note you go Wah! and it kind of just fixes it but it's, it's like a real bad hatfield impersonation and, but and i appreciate like, saying that no jesus all all credit that's and that was out this year then yeah everything's been out pretty much yeah. this year yeah i think i think neptune's, neptune's wrath, wrath came out yeah, last was, year yeah. but they're all demos they were all just those songs actually were written in the old room before we got where we are now Mm-hmm. and Charlie would just turn up with like two microphones we'd just, we'd just play it and we had then, this thing about not doing everything like chopping it in like you know building up a drum piece of like four or five takes it was like it needs to be one take it can't be more it has to be that one take and it gave us this discipline to when we were, every time we're doing a bass guitar take or guitarist or drums it has to be that one I mean you can if, it, if it's shit you can start again but it has to be a full playthrough no chopping and changing to give it that natural flow mm. and yeah, uh, you can feel that in, in it all right you can feel it in the music um it it doesn't feel overproduced 
it's which is great so yeah well yeah. charlie i mean again charlie the genius that he is he's he's mad into sort of self-producing everything and okay he's he wants to do it all and he's he's a perfectionist with it but he's not like a lot of bands will produce a song to a certain way then they'll do the next song and it has to sound the same as the song before mm. production wise whereas charlie's kind of thing is this song is a much more hardcore song so i want to produce it like a hardcore punk song this next one is a kind of a you know an instrumental tool kind of proggy song so i want to produce it like that mm. and it, it, i think that works so much better lending it to the song rather than having like an overall album sound or an ep yeah. sound you know yeah yeah so credit to him like he's fucking class <laughs> so Leighton, how would you approach it then yeah he's been that he's put the recording and that and stuff oh, that's, I'm just listening to Charlie and taking what he says like, like uh, <laughs> so yeah, you're kind um, of stuck in uh, in, in between the two get, like the first one but if I need to change an effect or something or keep it effect oh I yeah completely <laughs> but like Charlie's Charlie's amazing like Chris what's he not like like he just obsesses over this stuff like he'll go away and he'll, he'll research and stuff like that and basically I think he's watched all YouTube twice now <laughs> You know, with all, all these different bits of advice and stuff. He's completed and then, YouTube. But he's, he's actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, what, what's, what's the word? He's prestiged. He's <laughs> on YouTube twice. Fine. Marvelous. But it's so fun. I think he's got a golden mouse now or something. And Leighton, who, who, who are your heroes, Leighton? Uh, my heroes, I have uh, Influences. I love, uh, like I'm a big fan of like Nine Inch Nails. Like, you know, like Chris is sick listening to to me talk about them and um like industry as well. So like I love Al Jorgensen and stuff and all. But like you know, bass wise, like yeah, definitely Justin Chancellor from Tool, um, uh, Les Claypool from Primus and stuff and all. But like I love the like characters, you know, from like, Nine Inch Nails. Like seek Danny Loner. I think he's absolute. He's an absolute genius. I don't think he gets the, the credit like he's due. Like you know, the stuff he's done with like. Pussifer and even like the Reinholder stuff he's done on his own like it like the guy's is brilliant and like I've seen him interviewed a couple of times he just comes across like really really well and his Instagram's brilliant like he's so funny on it like oh he's okay. cool and uh like it, it even like you know like the classics and stuff and all like I, I love like Bob Marley and um the band and uh Zeppelin and all the others like but like and definitely like you know Pantera's and stuff and all like that as well but yeah like um yeah so it's like, a wide range there yeah but I think that's an important thing like you know the more you listen to like the more varied like you can be as well like and that, that's what we try and do like you know every song like always, always different like that that's the big one like you know uh Mike Patton like Faith and More Mr. Bungle Tomahawk you know that kind of thing like you know I, like like Chris says like um service the song like you know so every song's the same not necessarily um we're going for a sound we're going more of like a vibe and i think we're starting to get that you know as as we're building up our songs now we're up to what um what nearly eight now chris completed eight completed and about 25 just that went, are nearly yeah. there yeah <laughs> it's just choosing which one to oh, focus on yeah and about six million at charlie's rest <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a terabyte hard drive just full of Charlie's riffs. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> it's interesting through Pat in the Smashing Skull sessions and his love of post-metal and post-rock. A lot of those bands don't have singers, you know what I mean? But I think they augment their sound by having a, a second or a third guitarist 
in there anyway. Um, I'd be very interested to see what route you're going to go down that that way in relation to trying to maybe expand your sound, I suppose. Now, I haven't seen you live, to be fair, either, so I'm not sure what the boat sank uh, yeah. the live experience is like. Yeah, well, I think going back to the band Leighton and I were in previously um, with Plague Artists, it was we had so much music recorded and we had all our songs sounding exactly how we wanted to sound, just had trouble getting the gigs. And the frustration was the live gigs never lived up to the sound that we had recorded. Whereas now we're having the opposite trouble where live we can smash these songs out and we can fill a stage, fill a room with just the three of us. And now it's trying to get that sound on to record, you know, to record that sound yeah. is the difficult part without it sounding flat. But it's it's the, the songs that we had for the first, what's on Spotify so far, those songs were all written with a vocalist in mind, with the thought yes. of at some point we'll have a vocalist. But since Metal and Masses and the stuff have been writing coming up to that, we kind of decided, listen, we don't really need a vocalist anyway. Yeah. So we've written that without leaving those, you know, lots of repetition places where the vocals would come in and, yes. and do a couple of lines, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Yeah. It's all about, you know what, we'll just do this until we're ready to move on to the next part. And mm-hmm. then we'll move on. And it's like, not, we never have a verse, chorus, verse, chorus. We don't have verses or choruses. It's all this movement, this movement, which is kind of like a classical music influence. It's all about just moving through the songs. And right. uh yeah, that's yeah. a good description, Daniel. Yeah, it is. Um, just kind of talking about your influences. I, I don't know about you, Richie, but the first thing that came to my mind, especially with the latest single, was Melvin's. Ah, okay. very much yeah. Melvin's boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. with Contagion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That the, the, like the second it started, I was like Melvin's. That's what and came I to mind. I heard the Queens of the Stone oh, Age. Wait, then <laughs> I'll take both of those. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because I I know Wayne said that he couldn't picture like vocals in the song, but then I thought like, oh, these sound like they're written for vocals, but they work as instrumental. Um, mm. so it's funny the different take on it because the type of song that you have and the songs wouldn't usually not have vocalists wouldn't usually be instrumental. So it's it's refreshing to hear actually. Um, like you're kind of you're there and you're waiting for the vocals. You're like, there is no vocals. There's no, there's no need for vocals. It's all cool, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Also, yeah. The, the, another thing yeah. is a very basic thing is that, for me personally, a, a vocalist can ruin a band. Yes. And yes. a vocalist, the wrong That's vocalist, can just point. like yeah. I know there's one thing that I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, and I know I am, and I is probably shouldn't say it. About it a band? But <laughs> not a local band. Don't worry. There's no such thing as a bad local band. But um, <laughs> the the likes of right clutch. I'm going to throw that name out there. Okay. I Leighton, I can see Leighton <gasps> curling. He's curling his toes already. But like, there's some songs, his vocals just piss me off. I'm like, that yeah. could be such a tune, and he's like, <laughs> and it's like, fuck, man, just come on. You've got this groovy fucking thing going on, and your vocals <laughs> are just ruins. I went to see Deaf Heaven on Tuesday night. There, they were playing in Belfast. And I'm not really a fan anyway. I didn't really know much of their stuff. A mate I went with is really into them. So I thought, right, I'll give it a go. I didn't know what the fuck to think, man. He's the wrong vocalist in the wrong band. Right. It's like this really gazy, cool, like psychedelic y, chill out stuff. And then this like ridiculous black metal vocals come in. And you're like, <laughs> dude, what are you. Do you know what I mean? It just ruins. For me, I'm just like, can't have it. 
yeah. ate my yeah. sugar as well. Like there's some points in my sugar. I was like, see if you sing just a little bit less. Mm, <laughs> I'm there. Yeah. I totally get that though as well because sometimes I'm like, this is class, this song is class. And then I'm like, oh, just like tensing myself, waiting for the vocals, being like, please let the vocals live up to the rest of this. Yeah. Um, so I can see that. Um, that side of it, all right. Yeah. Yeah. You can, if you don't like vocals of a band, it doesn't matter how much you love the rest of it. Well, that's also often like, let's jerk rest, cheers. And it's strange um, then because I was at a whole festival where, 90% of the bands over three days, which is Dunk Festival, oh. there was no singers there. Like, so it was how, just how did you find oh, that, Richie? It was very strange initially, but I really got into the whole vibe of it. Although, at one stage, myself and my friend Timmy were talking <laughs> about funny. this band that were on stage, somebody tapped us on the shoulder and said, Listen, do you mind keeping it down? <laughs> I'm there. Oh, well, were we loud? <laughs> So, of course, I went over to Pat afterwards and I says, Jesus, you'll never believe what happened. Some guy told us, to sh you know, keep it down. And he goes, yeah, I could hear you from the other side of the fucking stage. <laughs> so, okay. More fine poor Pat. He's like, I'll bring the lads over now to this festival and you're making a yeah, show so... of yourselves. We're talking. For, for a lot of that, it's all emotional uh, post-metal, yeah. post-rock. Like it's building up to the final part of the song, you know, the crescendo. And just kind of waiting around for some of those bands. I mean, no, no band is perfect, but a lot of them tend to linger too long on certain chords. Chris yeah, that whole post, the whole post rock thing. It's like sometimes it's it's all about the tone and the feel and the atmosphere, and you just want to go play a fucking riff. Yeah, just yeah. just give me a riff, please. Give me something meaty to hold on to. <laughs> it's just yeah, fucking just, jug, jug, jug. just give me yeah. something heavy. Let me bang my head to something here. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, you're certainly not short of riffs and chugginess, as I would call it, on the four songs you're after giving us anyway so far. So we'll have a listen to the current single, which is Contagion. Okay, that's isn't it.
I wonder would people find fault with the mix? I absolutely love that mix there with fucking every instrument is in your face, but I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Danielle, would you have any issues no. with that? No, sure. Like I said earlier, if it doesn't feel overly polished, I think yeah. it's got. But it's not like it sound. It doesn't sound like it's recorded through a sock or anything. Like no. it's, it's, it's. I think it's perfect. I think. Yeah. It's Funny the... story. It... No, wait, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, but yeah, there's I, some people will fucking kind of get all snobbish about. No, the I sound think. All that. But Jesus, I just love that the three instruments are just there in your fucking face. Like, I like boom. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the whole yeah, point. No. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like just live, a kick in the face, and it's supposed to sound live. Like live, yeah. Charlie likes to use room mics as well. And I, okay. I, I beat the shit out of the drums. Like I genuinely beat the Sounds absolute like <laughs> shit out of them. Uh, mm. It was the middle of the masses final. Actually, whenever um, <laughs> whenever they were announcing the um, you know, who was going through, and he was going through the bands. What's David Hall? David Hall's his name, yeah. Yeah. He Simon, was like Simon Hall, is it? Simon, yeah, Simon Hall. Hall. Simon Hall is like yeah. I've never felt sorry for Simon an inanimate object, but that fucking <laughs> snare drum took one hell of a beating. <laughs> so the symbols as well. Like I mean, Charlie wanted to capture that, so he's getting room mics and he's getting you know microphone in the very corner of the room up against the wall, like to get all that sound bouncing around. So he's you know it's all intentional. It's not like we've just tried to do that and that's how the room sounds. It's very much this is thought through. We want this yeah. to sound raw like it's on tape we want this to sound yeah. angry and i think yeah. i think the songs captured that whereas you know whenever we have lots of new music coming out a lot more maybe tool influence a lot more proggy sounding it's not going to have that angry feel to it because it's not an angry song do you know yeah. so yeah. that's interesting actually i kind of hope that you do release an ep of that caliber of production that you're on about there and just to watch you then progress into a whole different rabbit hole of superior producers doing your stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't think yeah. Charlie would let anyone else produce it. Okay. Right. <laughs> and to know what, that might yeah, be a bad thing either. He has yep. baby now, like, yeah, like he's, he's big into it now, like. Yeah. It, it seems to be it's his baby, like, you know, like, he's, he's really getting, like, really in-depth into it. Like, you know, we'd be, I, I'd be, like, you know, trying to get some sleep for, for work and you'd get another ping, you know, of a WhatsApp. He goes, this is another mix I've done. Like, I think I'm getting closer. And then, like, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you are. That. That's brilliant. That's awesome. I get some sleep. And then, like, ping at half one. And he's like, oh, you still did it? Like, and then there's another mix through. Like, you're like, whoa. Like, like absolutely. It's such a passion for it. Like, mm. yeah. And it's, what... it's great to see. Like, it, it's brilliant. Like, it's like, like, I think, like, this are like, you know, proper, you know, behind it. Like, you know, there's not one person that's like, resting back on a on their laurels or anything it's like it's refreshing like. mm. and so where did uh charlie arrive from did any of you speak up for him in relation to his background because none of us know anything about him only that he's that absolutely way. fantastic <laughs> <laughs> he's this mysterious friggin polish man guitarist guy that turns up he washed up on the shores of ireland there <laughs> 30 years yeah. ago carrying a slab of fucking cans and the guitar yeah. <laughs> in the back catalogue of the witcher yeah <laughs> no he's uh he, he played he he studied music and he's yeah. been living in england studying music and over here as well and he played in some thrash bands and yeah. actually again he's even in his spare time when he's not mixing stuff for us he's remixing stuff that he did five years ago in his little thrash band like it's his hobby you know this is what he's yeah, good at but yeah that's that his he was hungry his band stood up that's why we met him in indominus and 
Yeah, man, he's uh, he's passionate for it, and he's just he's all in, you know. I suppose another part of the band is the title. Uh, the boat sank. Actually, a lot of uh, <laughs> arguments and toing and froing over the name before you settled on that one. I don't think so. I think I actually mentioned it one time as a joke, and Liam was like, "Fuck yeah, that's it." <laughs> it's just punk rock. It's just you know, yeah, yeah. The, Belfast is famous for like freaking two things: it's the Troubles and the Titanic, and the Titanic's <laughs> just the fucking boat sank. Like, get the fuck over it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? who cares? Yeah. It didn't do the one job. Once you get people from one side, of the, it didn't even do that. So why do you give a shit? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that great. Like, yeah. <laughs> we just thought, you know, very punk rock, keeping up the the whole Belfast Even, punk thing. Yeah, boat sank. Get over it. That's actually that's how we got the gig at yeah. the. Yeah, it was, an, it was another anniversary, wasn't it, Chris? Yeah. It was what? It was another anniversary of the Titanic. I mean, it was like the name, like you you text me, like it was like another another night another anniversary of the titanic and you're like you, you text me as like on it's in the news again it's in the news again this it's like over 112 years ago now i'm like you know like, get over it fucking boat sank that's it yeah. you go in and like the boat sank there was no arguing after like yeah so it? that's that, and Jake said that's why he booked us into the Crypto Rift because he'd he'd got a couple of recommendations from different people around town saying mm-hmm. if you checked out this band, they're out of nowhere, they're class. And on our Facebook, on our bio, it's like named after a boat that sank, and he was like, "Fuck, that's cool." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just literally there and then, Texas was like, "Here, do you want to play the Crypt? I heard you're great. Let's do it." We were like, "Fuck yeah, cool." <laughs> <laughs> so, like, let's talk about gigs. You've had a good few over the last few months and um, some really good success with metal to the masses did you make the yeah. final of that lads did you? yeah final yeah that's some going yeah. like that's yeah. crazy yeah. so our first gig was the first heat our first ever gig was the first heat of the metal of the masses oh our second ever gig was the second heat and, and our third songs, gig was the final how many songs were you bringing into those chris six six okay okay yeah six? and we changed we changed it around the set from the first one and the third one were different sets I think we added extra songs and changed things around. And the first the first gig, we kind of thought, how are we going to fill the dead space? You know, tuning up guitars between songs when there's no vocalist. There's no guy at the front going, hey, everybody, you're having a good time. Uh, yeah. Give it up for blah, blah. Give it up. Everyone can move forward. You know, all that bullshit. So yeah. we're like, what are we going to do? So I kind of talked shit in between. As you can tell, I can talk for Ulster. Like, so <laughs> I just talk shit between the songs. Right. And then the sound guy was like, try adding some samples maybe and you could fill it out yeah. and it was like this you know that moment of like oh, welcome to the real world we're like fuck yeah samples let's play around with that and then we started telling a story through our set oh, and that's evolved even okay. more to okay. the gig we played on saturday it's evolved so much um it's cool man yes yeah. it's just rolling with it taking ideas and going a lot of people go yeah maybe we'll try that maybe yeah maybe someday there's with us it's not maybe we'll do that it's like if you have, have like idea let's just fucking do it let's don't faff around like... yeah mm. just go for it make it happen yeah sometimes you could overthink things couldn't you danielle as well if you're oh, a band absolutely trying to yeah. second guess what people want off you yeah exactly and it goes back into the production thing as well like overproducing things and um i think i think as well like in live gigs there's a certain amount of chaos in a live gig in general so things aren't going to go so you kind of need to roll with the punches with those type of things so it seems like adding the samples 
really that sea guys just rolling with it and just embracing that you're going to have to adapt um to make to make a better for make a better band really it's class yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. thank you and what about the the song flow we'll say going going for metal to the masses can you name out a few of the songs that you had lined up and what you chopped around with well we opened up with neptune's wrath okay um because it's very mastodon-y. It's it very is. much, yeah. it opens it's up very song. loads of symbols. The whole song builds up and it's fun because when you start playing that, we were, one of the heats we were on like second, I think, or first. And between the bands, everybody goes out quickly. You've got 10, 15 minutes, go out, grab a pint, have a smoke outside. So, but it, normally you kind of stagger in when the second or third song's being played. So we started we're looking at our time. We wanted to make sure our first gig was professional. We wanted to be on stage and off stage before time so that we weren't fucking things up timing wise because you can get a reputation for that. So we thought, now we're going to be professional. And we came in and there was like 10 people in the room when we were going to start our first song. And we kick into it, the cymbals go off and the music. And you just watch people like actually running through the door. <laughs> to get to the and it was just like this confidence boost this great feeling of fuck mm. people actually like this music you know yeah the first time we put it out there no one really had heard us no one listened to it. we had one song i think on spotify at the time um but yeah and then the whole room filled up with that song and it was just by the end of that song we looked out you know i, I normally have my glasses off but i had my glasses on and i was like fuck man this place is packed <laughs> the one song in yeah. So we, we played, yeah, we had Neptune's Wrath, we had Contagion, we had Half Man, Half Bear, Half Pig, and we finish off with Atlantean. Mm-hmm. Um, but we tweaked it, we definitely tweaked the, the set from the first gig to the one we used for a while until Saturday there. Um, it was a very, it, it was start off big, keep it thrashy. The first two songs are very in your face. Then we'll have a stonery vibe, and then it finishes off with like a kind of a, we've got a song called Mama's Week, which is, if you think we sound a little bit like Tool, that would be the one that sounds most like Tool. Okay. I think, and then finish off the Atlantean. So it's definitely got this wave to the set. Yeah. Which is more so I wanted to have a break because <laughs> the first three songs are fucking fast. Yeah. And I'm Jesus. I'm out of breath by the end of it, so I need to yeah. sort of have something that gives me a chance. I mean, half man, half bear, half pig reminds me of Red Fang as well. Yeah. Oh, I love Red Fang. Love yeah. Red Fang. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. You've got a nice yeah. blend of everything in the mixing pot at the moment. Is there going to be a team with you as a band? Or is, is it too early for that yet? It's still... Boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just arrive everywhere in a boat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> we only play near water. That would be class, man. Imagine that. Like fucking Vikings just turning up in a gig. <laughs> <laughs> You're sorted for Cork and Limerick then straight away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey man, I'd love to play there. I was in Limerick a couple months ago. I would uh oh man, I'd love to get playing down there on Cork as well. Yeah, that that can be sorted. Love to see love to see you in Limerick. Ooh. Yeah. Love to yeah. see you in Limerick, lads. Yeah. Last, yeah. See the home of the Terry Wogan oh. statue. I'm all about it. Yeah, it's what it's known for. <laughs> <laughs> and the chicken hut. Yeah. Chris, you still have a chance to redeem yourself there by just saying the siege. Let me. Yeah, oh, Chris. <laughs> Obviously, the siege. The siege is like Ireland's freaking mecca, it isn't is. it? Like that's, that's what you want to do. Going. Yeah. As soon as you get to play yeah. the siege, you know you've made it in Irish metal. So, 
That's on our bucket list. I have to re-edit that, so I'll put that in before Terry Wogan. Uh, yeah. You owe me a beer there for that one, Chris. You can edit this in, just fuck Terry Wogan. Just, <laughs> Fucking yeah. Terry Wogan. May a pigeon shit on his face, yeah. <laughs> so the next plans for the bands this year, like, I mean, we're in September now almost. Are you going to just mm. see out the year taking a few gigs? What's throwing at you there? Are you just going to knuckle down and try and get an Record. EP out for us? Need to get recording. Need okay. to record a lot. Now, the thing is, we're not. We're obviously not signed anyone, so we don't owe anyone anything. So I don't think this is an issue. If I mention it, Leighton. do you know what I'm going to talk about? If I talk about the EP, like, am I? Do you think I'm okay to go with it? You're going to oh, yeah. send me some yeah. angry texts afterwards. If uh, do you know where I live? <laughs> <laughs> He's stroking no, his beard, there, <laughs> folks. Just uh, leave Leighton. I, I know, you, Chris. I know you. You used to live. Yeah, yeah, right enough. <laughs> That's not fair. Oh. So, <laughs> well, the idea is like we'd thought about an EP and and putting that out, but at this stage, so many people don't really listen to a full record. I mean, let's face it, most people are on Spotify. Most people are just listening to singles or just listening to the top five, you know, the, yeah. the first five you see. So putting an EP out with all the same artwork, it might get some, I feel like some stuff will get lost that way. Okay. So we're going to just keep pumping out our music instrumentally as singles. Each one tells its own story. Um, we're working our music in a set. So what we're doing is on Saturday, we were supporting Sky Pilot and we decided to do this thing. We had like, it's like an order of service. So like at a funeral, you get like the wee order of service with so-and-so's dead. These are like the hymns mm. you sing or whatever. Yeah. So we had the Atlantean set. On the back of it, it had the set list. And inside it had the story of what the, the story the set was telling. And then okay. between each song, the samples were playing the what was written down in the wee leaflet. And it's something cool to keep. No one gets ticket stubs anymore, so it's something cool just to That's to very keep. good, lads. That's savage. So yeah, we've got this idea of like each time we play, we're playing a certain mm -hmm. set. So like if we're playing, say, two weeks in a row, the first night we might play the Atlantean set, then the next night we might play the Diablo set or whatever else we're working mm -hmm. on, um, interchanging songs, maybe having totally different songs in each set, you know, different experiences. But... The EP that will come out, we've got this idea called Uninvited Guests. And basically, it's just, excuse me, anyone else we've played with and we like the sound of the vocalist. I've approached them. I said, listen, I've got this song. I want you to do vocals on it. And they're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Cool. So we've got we've got quite a, a, a nice number of names that are going to do some vocals on an EP of tracks so far. Oh. The next one that should be would be Contagion again. We're going to re-release that, but with vocals. And Aaron yeah. from Grave Path is going to do that. Okay. So I don't know if you know Grave Path at all, but yes. they are yeah. insanely good. So that's another band I drummed with for a while as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's another band I was cheating with. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> they actually played the Sky Pilot launch, didn't they? Yeah, they were with us. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah me and Marty had a bit of a thing going on. We had to wear crazy shirts. Yeah, yeah we were with them. Yeah. They're brilliant. They were the Crypt as well. They were the night before. They were on the Friday at the Crypt and we were yeah. at the we were on the Saturday. So that's very interesting. Yeah, man. So that's that's that. So they're going to have this EP coming out. It's going to be a vocal EP, but obviously we're going to release our own tracks instrumentally with yeah. where the vocals may go. We'll have different samples or we'll have like mm. orchestral kind of sounds, synthesized sounds, things like that, just to beef out on the recording. Yeah. yeah. But we don't want to do anything that we can't do live. Oh, do that's, that's the key, yeah. Chris. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We can't have like a full school choir through a song <laughs> if we're not going to have that live, <laughs> you know, so... Although the Magna Pena are slowly getting there with the amount of members they have. 
Yeah, be in, be reaching and see what they look like on on stage at the siege. Oh, it'd be they're gonna fucking have, class. They're gonna have to, unbelievable. They're gonna have to get a bus to bring on all their members. Yeah, <laughs> or a boat. Or a boat. Hey, <laughs> you could go halves on a boat, lads. Which might be It might not make it there though if we're on it. So that's basically the the plan for the year. Then Chris is just to try and get get a release out uh, before Christmas. You hope or. Yeah, well, we'll just, you know what, as soon as the songs are ready, we're going to put them up. As soon as we can, yeah, as soon as we can tear them out of Charlie's hands and go, right, that's the final mix, dude. That's it. That's the final mix now. Walk away. As soon as we can yeah. get that. There's always that one in a band, song. isn't there? Yeah. There's always that one person that is a perfectionist that you're like, just just release it. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. When is that song agreed upon that it can be released? Whenever Charlie's weak. Whenever he's tired. <laughs> <laughs> whenever we can wrestle under the ground whenever <laughs> yeah no it's it's always it's always uh you have to know it can't be like if one person's going mm, yeah that's that's pretty close then you know it's not ready not until the three of us like text mm-hmm. each other or we're all in the room together charlie plays it back and we all look at each other and we're like fuck yeah that's it as soon as that happens then it's like email that through throw it up on the drive i'll add it on the spotify done yeah. You know, I have artwork sitting there. I love just playing around artwork all the time. Pen artists to do stuff and uh it's all ready to go, you know. So just get the songs done. Yeah, because I mean when you look at the trials and tribulations of Andy of the crawling, what he had to go through for that yeah. incredible release now it is yeah. it's fucking gonna be up there like in contention for mm-hmm. album of the year for me anyway. Still there's no doubt about that. But like you know, watching his vlogs on, on the fucking trauma of trying to fucking get yeah. a riff out there. And then knowing that he's brought it as far as he can go and then just go, right, this is it. This is this is done. It's, it's a hard one, really, especially if there's there's like a lot of members in the band. But with a three piece, again, no more than the crawling like yourselves, it's it's probably relatively easy for the three V to finally agree on what's complete like. Yeah, uh, that the interview you did with Annie was brilliant. I really enjoyed that one yeah. when you were doing, going through the track by track. But yeah. a lot of the stuff he was saying, I was just like, "That's exactly like us three. Look, yeah, he was describing the same things we go through. It must be a three piece thing. Like you could be like, "I really like this," and then the other guys are going, "I don't know." Um, yeah, that, that honestly, like, hats off to you. That was a great one. I really enjoyed that. Um, thank you. But he, a lot of influence from him as well. Like he's a he, when it comes to like the Belfast metal scene. He's kind of one of those, like, he's like the the Lemmy, he's the the Aussie, you know, one of those, like, the gods of the scene yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah. but yeah, he's the same kind of guy you can have a pint with. And yes. I only talked to him, I only had him a couple of times. Like, I met him for the first time actually at the Metal and Masses final. He was like interviewing everybody and going around all the bands. And I was chatting to him, I was like, fuck, fuck that's, that's, <laughs> that's not even a crawling. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, I and I love yeah, that about Andy as well. Like, he'll share his knowledge and, yeah, he's very That's good. Such like a, that. It's such a great thing to have as a per, as a mm-hmm. person, you know. But his merch is his whole um approach on merch. I love. It's mm-hmm. like all the money comes in. Let's put it onto something new. Let's let's put that money into new t-shirts and fucking coins and vinyl and yeah, like give me it all. Like give me all that stuff straight in the veins, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, their merch is unbelievable. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. What about you with merch? We've got a couple of things. Yeah, go on the Bandcamp. Everyone go ahead on the Bandcamp now and buy up as much as you can. Um, uh, yeah, we've got two, two t- three t-shirts at the minute, three different style t-shirts. We've got 
our typical black logo tee, which is the one that's selling out quite well. Uh, we've got new ones that are going to go up tonight, actually. Um, new white yeah. t-shirts with like a propeller, another logo design. We've got the baseball tees and a big hit, actually, we did for a laugh. We did mugs and we sold them on Saturday. Got most of them sold. So it's just <laughs> a mug. It says the boat sank, so it did. <laughs> it's just like, just shoot up. And people are like, yeah, keep me one of them. I want to yeah. do it, you know. It's weird, isn't it? And, yeah, and I give a shout out to the lads from Haint as well with their wooden spoons. <laughs> yeah, that's class. Like. Yeah, another great three piece. Fucking hell, like. Yeah, they've got a new drummer, I think, as well now. They've got a whole... Yeah. Announced that. Steve left, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, there's... They actually announced... There's that... supposed to be some announcement this Friday. I saw on their Facebook recently. It says, announcement coming on Friday. So it might be a... Maybe there's a new songs I coming. I, I or... think I know, but I don't want to say it. There was a guy who, like, yeah, they'd said they'd got a blessing from someone or other. Yeah. I, um, I, so I, it could be, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I thought I saw it anyway announced, and then maybe it was sitting down. I'm not sure, but another brilliant three piece. Mm. So yeah, golf us were full of them, like. Yeah, and they'll have an EP <laughs> coming out as well. So it's a it's quite a busy scene up there, Chris. And you know, it's only for the better for the likes of you to be looking at these bands. And you know, the I know there's no such thing as rivalry up there or competition, but in the background, you certainly don't want to be left behind either like I mean th- there is a okay. Richie let me tell you man see see from my experience from playing with the band before playing with the boat sank my experience in playing around Belfast is night and day different there's an oh, attitude really? shift see since after uh, COVID there's a genuine attitude shift with everybody not only the fans and people that go to the gigs mm-hmm. which there's way more of it's within the bands people generally instead of being like jealous and wanting someone to feel so you do better yeah. everybody kind of has this feeling of you want you're happy when people do well yeah because if someone else does well you're going to do well everyone's going to you know can you play next friday some bands dropped out can you drum with it can you play with us yeah of course we'll be there like mm. honestly there's the most supportive atmosphere everyone's hanging out having a laugh having a drink you know yeah. it, it was awesome it's it's mm. it's so good the the vibe at the minute is just this really accepting welcoming family of fucking alcoholic metalheads <laughs> it's class like. class yeah it's really it's, good it is and it's and down south as well isn't it danielle it's, it's just great. yeah i think so great yeah there's such a buzz the yeah mm. there is definitely um it's pure community like you know you go out and you're like hey, hey and yeah. everyone just chats each other and yeah as you said everybody just wants to see each other and get on well um and there's a great you know, mix a... because like initially for the first few years of the podcast well even the first year of the podcast it was predominantly sludge was yeah metal that was just there it was just prevalent uh 10 ton slug there you go yeah man they blew me away at the crypt honestly they were savage and zora i think that zora, was so impressive that drummer yeah, is that... like i have such a crush on that Tom. guy yeah, Tom. yeah he's unbelievable <laughs> that that day like i was like i couldn't go and that day i was like i i, I do my best friend's wedding the week after and I said, if I went, my neck would be fucked. Like I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't go. Yeah, I'm just, still I'd be suffering. Yeah. It's yeah. Just it's, absolute uh, riffs. It is. Yeah. It's intense there. That that was yeah. a fantastic lineup. Shout Unbelievable out to lineup. Yeah. Yeah. He did a great job. Yeah. I was very, very honored to be asked. Mm. Flattered like, and yeah. really glad we got that opportunity, you know. And did you use it to network? We did. Yeah. yeah we've got 
again, getting people from that gig that are going to uh, jump on and do vocals in the EP. Um, came to gigs after that to be like, oh, we saw you at the crypt. Love it. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, we use that network. We need this, when we talk on networking, it's the contacts we don't have is yeah. getting down south. Like that's where we need to okay. be. We need to, I want to, I need vocal, I need contacts for Dublin, Cork. Love to play in Galway again. I haven't played there at least 15 years. Um, Limerick, obviously the siege that's, that's, that's our, at the minute, it's kind of like our number one. We've done the, we've done crypt, which is insanely good. Metal of the masses, yeah. you know, siege is where we need to be next. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know? And you know, the more releases you get behind G, I'm sure that invite will be coming, you know, to be fair. Cool. Um, yeah, you're back there with us, Leighton. Yeah, Here, Leighton, you talk for a second. I have to go and turn the light on. I'm just slowly, like, <laughs> falling into <laughs> hell. Darkness is engulfing <laughs> you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, so what, what a mess there. Like, you know, like, it was just on the merch and then... Yeah, we were just on about um, just the scene yeah, in general, how, how how friendly it is, Leighton. And a lot of it doesn't there doesn't seem to be any bitter rivalries between bands or anything like that. No, that that yeah, I that's the thing that struck me, Chris. Um, like we've been playing plague artists and uh, with with like the the generic sort of uh, local scene and stuff and all. And you play gigs and we we would stick around and always you know see like the the headline act and stuff like that. But we're we're used to like um there's a couple of times whenever we headline. And, and we basically played for ourselves and the guy that, that put us on and everyone else just cleared out. Yeah. And uh, we, we played metal to the masses and everyone was there. Everyone stuck around to the very end. And it's just the fact that, like, uh, as Plan and Plague Arts, me and Chris started listening to more progressively heavier stuff. And I think our material was to get heavier. So whenever we eventually into the plague artists and, and I were and we've got into the metal scene. The metal scene's amazing in Belfast, like you know, um people stick around uh, to see, you know, the very last band. The bands will stick around. Uh, like the the final was absolutely I was gobsmacked like, you know, playing playing the final and actually looking out in the crowd. And I always figured like, you know, the Belfast crowd would be very, you know, hostile and people were actually looking back up and smiling at you and you actually got that like, whoa people are actually into this yeah. and uh I, I was gobsmacked if you get a chance actually on youtube there's a uh, andy coles who was the sound guy for voodoo the drummer from seven and a half tons of beard yeah. who are fucking amazing like yeah. such a good band yeah so he was he recorded the all the bands in the final and put them all up on youtube so if you get a oh, chance yeah. go you should watch That's, that like is that a, under a beardy great. noise is it yes Chris? yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, Andy's a dude and a half. Love Andy. He's yeah. I saw him at Deaf Heaven actually on Tuesday night. I'd got him a T-shirt. I don't know if you follow him on Instagram. He does. He was doing sound for the Bronx, and he was touring all Europe with the Bronx. And he was rating like on the road, different like lampposts and aerials and weird <laughs> shit. Like this is an eight out of ten. And his his whole genre was just on depending how hungover he was that day. That's where they got the vote. So I made him a T-shirt. It says like eight out of ten would fuck. And then I saw I saw him on Tuesday night and he was like, he threw something at me from across the crowd and I looked over and he's holding the t-shirt up going, yeah, that's like fucking class. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, again, an amazing person to have on the scene. Andy. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, fantastic. Right, lads. So that's it. We're going to work our magic in relation to trying to get you down south. Uh, leave it with us. Make it happen. Yeah, yeah for sure, we'll, man. We'll put in the words. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. It's fantastic. Right. You've converted two of us here. Uh, Daniel, I can only see better, stronger and heavier rips coming our way with the lads. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, to hopefully catching you down here and definitely looking forward to, to the experience that you deliver from what you're saying. Mm. Uh, it seems to be something different having those, like, uh, I don't know, what would you say, programs and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah, really looking forward they'll, to it. They'll and go down a treat. Absolutely, yeah. So keep it up looking forward to hearing more releases as well. Mm. So Definitely. Yeah, well, look, listen, we'll fire your stuff through and uh, anytime it comes up, we'll give you his first dibs. Oh, yeah, Definitely. definitely. And we'll do as much as we can on our site to get the name out there, lads. So you've been listening to Chris and Leighton from The Boat Sank. Shout out to Charlie who couldn't make it. Please head over to their Bandcamp page and check out their merch and releases there and do spend a few bob and help the lads get up to the next step of merch and uh, recordings. <laughs> and thanks for coming on, lads, and best of luck in the future. Thanks for having us on, man. Really enjoyed it. Cheers. Cheers. And Cheers, man. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, Cheers. Leighton. And crucially, support your local medicine. Definitely. Amen. Awesome.